Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode, Kiss to Death Podcast, number one Rockets podcast for the Fans First Sports Network. Thank you all so much for joining us here on a Saturday morning. <clears throat> Our apologies for not being live last night. I was hosting a Halloween party, but the game was on in the background. I uh, got to watch most of it. Rockets, game number two of the season. Rockets lose in San Antonio, 126 to 122 in overtime, dropping their record on the year two, 0 oh, and two. Uh, Ryan, what's up, my dude? 7 a.m. in Idaho. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, let's get right to it. Rockets lose 126-122 again in overtime uh, for the Rockets. Dylan Brooks, 17 points. Jabari, 13. Shangun at 25 and 14, seven assists. Uh, we'll get to him in a minute. Fred Van Fleet had 24. Jalen Green had 22. Jeff Green had 10. Uh, Jay Sean Tate had a three. Amen Thompson, four points. Reggie Bullock, no points. And Boban Marjanovic getting seven minutes, scoring four points. Um, look, we'll, we'll get to uh, the Spurs. Uh, Keldon Johnson, 20 points. Victor Wenbanyama, 21. Devin Vessel had 25. Jeremy Sohan had 14. Seti Osman had 14. Now, we're going to get to, um, look, bottom line, Jabari Smith at the end of regulation has got to hit those free throws. Um, per Jackson Gatlin, uh, when he asked Alperen Shangun about the Jabari moment, he said his head was down, and I was saying, heads up, game's going to come. We still have 80 games left, just giving them some motivation. I told them we need you right now. I love me some Jabari Smith. I, I thought Jabari played well. I also think last night you saw the upside in Alperen Shengun. You saw him dominate last night on the offensive end. He played so well. I was so impressed by Shengun last night. And it's so funny because maybe funny is not the right word. It's I'm so torn on him so often because you saw last night was a game where you look at it and you say, my God, why can't he do this every single game? And when you start to break down the numbers, he had 25, 14, and seven, right? 14 rebounds, seven assists. But he was a minus four, and he turned the ball over six times. And he also fouled out. Last night was a perfect indication of what Shingun is to me. He's so good offensively. He rebounded really well last night. But there's also downsides to his game that are so difficult to ignore. He turns the ball over too much, and he's getting not manhandled inside defensively, but he's a liability more times than not defensively. And that's a major problem. And you look at the minute allocation last night. I mean, he played 41 minutes. He was 11 of 18 from the field. Fred Van Fleet, ugh, 2 of 10 from the three-point line. Got to be better there. Out of the starting five, the only guy who's a positive plus minus was Dylan Brooks. I thought Dylan Brooks had a hell of a game last night. 17 points. He only had two rebounds, uh, but he played good defense. And again, last night was a perfect indication of why you sign a Dylan Brooks to your roster. You need him. 
you need that defensive anchor because that's what he is. Um, I haven't felt this frustrated about a Rockets loss in a while. Also, I want to point out that Boban could potentially have a role in this team. Maybe 0-2, but you can already see the difference in the team with Ime. Um, look, Ryan puts it well. It's a Look, it, it's a loss, right? I, I totally get that. The good thing for me is that when you look at you look at development, right? The the big term for this year is are they getting better? Are they improving on both ends of the court? From game one to game two, I saw improvement. I thought they played much better tonight, or last night, I should say, against San Antonio versus Orlando. The game against Orlando was a joke. We all know we all know that, but Hindsight being 2020, it's one game against Orlando. They improved in the second game. But I'm going to point out consistently, because in my opinion, well, it's a podcast. That, that's what I'm here to do. I'm paid, you know, per download to give you my opinion. Jeremy, when he's on the show, Pops and Ryan and everybody else, it's opinion-based, right? The biggest thing with this team is improvement game to game. That is so vitally important, but you also have to win games. If the Rockets were solely in the business of developing and just trying to get better game to game, then they shouldn't have hired Ime Udoka. And it's my buddy Ryan and I in the office were talking about this the other day that when you're paying your coach seven and a half million dollars a year, which is what the Rockets are doing, when you go out and give $130 million to Fred Van Fleet, when you sign Dylan Brooks to a four-year $80 million contract, uh, when you go add a veteran like a Jeff Green, the expectations are to win games. This team needs to be a playoff team this year. They need to be. And you saw last night that, and yeah, look, it is frustrating. Jabari missed free throws. You're 100% right. It happens. Stuff happens. He's a second-year guy. I'm not going to dog walk the guy. I will tell you this last night, after watching Victor Wenbanyama, who had 21 and 12, the kid's the real deal. I mean, he's played, he's played two games in the NBA. I'm not ready to crown him a an MVP of the league just yet but after watching him up close and personal I mean the the skills that he has at the size that he has I think Pops calls him the baby giraffe I think is what he calls him which is a I mean just a sensational nickname um the that's it's so frustrating because he's right Mitchell says the whole team needs to practice their free throws missed way too many last night. Yeah. I mean, when you look at what did they miss last night, missed 10 free throws last night. I mean, that's stuff happens. I, I want to say something else, but I also want to keep it as PG as possible. Um, that they, they, they got to clean it up. And, and again, I, I got to go back to the, to the, the stat that they got to win games like it's at some point and it's early and then you got to develop and you it, you got 82 games the rockets have got to figure out how to win and it's going to be tough 
we've been having this discussion for the last couple of seasons now, but Shangun is still not a center. He's holding his own in the paint. <sighs> okay. Ryan, you brought it up, so I'll, we'll talk about this, okay? Here's the problem with having Alperin Shingun as your center. And I know that people are going to be very upset with this point, and quite frankly, I don't care. You're not going to win a title with Alperin Shingun as your starting center if, if you don't get him a banger at the power forward position. He's getting, and when I say he, I mean the entire roster through two games is getting bodied inside, right? The Rockets last night had 43 rebounds. It was tied on the boards last night, okay? No problem. But last night, you look at Shangun had a sensational game, 25, 14, and 7, but he gave up. 21 and 12. So for all the good that he does offensively, they're giving it up defensively. And you, you are, it's two games into the season and Boban Marjanovic is getting minutes. He's getting seven minutes. That's how you know that you are getting quote unquote bodied inside. They are. They are not physical enough up front to sustain through an entire regular season and hopefully a postseason run. We talked about this at nauseum in the offseason. That's why the Rockets were in the running for Brooke Lopez. And here's a shock. Raphael Stone didn't get the deal done. I'm not a Stone fan. I, I, if you guys have listened to one show, you've listened to 150. We're nearing 500. I don't like Raphael Stone. I don't trust him to build the roster into a contender. I think he was the right guy to have when you're tearing down a roster. And people are going to say, well, Mike, he he signed Fred Van Fleet and Dylan Brooks and Jeff Green. No, Ime Udoka and Tillman Fertitta got those guys. Those are the two that got, got those deals done. Tillman Fertitta opened up the piggy bank and said, you know what? Here's the money that it's going to take to go get these guys. Ime Udoka identified those guys, and they went and got those guys. I'll give you a name. And Ryan Davis brought this up the other day to me. The Shengun needs a Zion Williamson, a healthy Zion Williamson, at the power forward position. Shengun didn't give up all of the giraffe's points, and Borge Jabari was covering him part of the time. Yeah, look... Victor Wenbanyama is going to be a problem throughout the entire season for a lot of people in the league. But it's not just those two guys, right? When you talk about, you know, Zach Collins last night, you gave up nine, nine points, eight assists, four steals, and six point or six rebounds to Zach Collins. Zach Collins. And it's, I don't mind losing to teams. I really don't if you're getting beat by legitimate talent. No offense to Zach Collins and his family if y'all are listening to the show. He sucks by by NBA standards. He sucks. And going back to my point, the Rockets, if you're going to invest long-term in 
Uh, Alperin Shangun is your starting center. I have no problem with that. Zero problem with that. As long as you get him a running buddy at the power forward position that can help him on the boards. Because last night, Rockets had 43 rebounds. Between Shangun and Fred Van Fleet, Fred Van Fleet had eight rebounds. He's always been a good rebounder. Jabari had nine rebounds. Outside of those three guys, the next guy up was, was Jalen Green. We haven't even talked about Jalen Green. I thought Jalen Green played a whale of a game last night as well. 22 points, five rebounds, four assists, two of six from the three-point line. I had no problem at all with the way Jalen Green played last night. And like I said, do I hate losing more than anything? I My week is better when my teams win. Dolphins, Astros. We're not even going to talk about the Astros. Uh <laughs> When the Rockets play well, it's a good thing. Ryan's already sick of when Vanya hype after two games. What's a fair grade for Amen Thompson? That's a great question, Ryan. Um, Amen Thompson last night, 13 points, two of four from the field. He had four points. I mean, a fair grade, C minus, <clears throat> I would say. I mean, the, the rub with... <clears throat> What did he have? So game one, he played 21 minutes. He had eight points, five rebounds. In the second game, like I said, 13 minutes, four points, three assists. The problem with with Thompson, and I don't know if if problem is the right word because I I really don't think it's a problem. He doesn't do – he's played two games in the NBA, so I'm not going to say that. In his time in the last two years, what I like about Thompson is he does a lot of things good. He doesn't do a lot of things great, though. You know, you look you look at his brother. I mean, Lord, last night, his brother, Ozer Thompson, who went, I want to say, right behind him, uh, two games thus far. He had four points, seven rebounds in his first game. He had 13 rebounds last night against Charlotte. Uh, six points. It's I, I don't think that we picked the wrong Thompson. I think, you know, the, the easy comp for a guy like Amen Thompson is Ben uh, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons was an all-star level player, but Ben Simmons does, he's not a good shooter. He's a good assist man. He's not a great assist man. He is a really good rebounder and he's a good defender. It's weird for, for Amen Thompson. It's a weird start to his career because he's playing for a guy in Ime Udoka who it's already showing that he's going to have to earn his minutes, which I love. I love the fact that he's not just going to play Thompson because he's a top five pick. He's going to make him earn those minutes. What I'm afraid of, Ryan, is he's going to have to earn those minutes but, how, you know, you look at the minute allocation last night. Let me bring back up the, the box score. Give me one second. You look at, you know, the minute allocation last night. He had 13 minutes. Fred or Jalen Green, now, last night was a overtime game as well. Jalen played 40 minutes. Van Fleet paid, uh, played 45 minutes. Dylan Brooks played 39 minutes. Jabari played 37 minutes. It's showing, Jay Shante played 14 minutes as well, that, and Whitmore didn't play last night. I know he was in street clothes. Um, 
I, I didn't see a reason why Whitmore wasn't playing. I know he was in street clothes. My guess is, is not, I'm not going to say load management. I know he played the first game. Uh, but the answer to your question, Mitchell, I don't know why Whitmore wasn't out there last night. I'm sure they mentioned it on the broadcast. Uh, but again, I was hosting 25 plus people here last night. So my apologies for not being 100% in the know of that. But if I do get that answer here shortly, I will let you know. Uh, but to put a bow on last night in the first two games, I like things that certain things so far in the season. I, think, I love the, the bounce back game for Jalen last night. Bad first game, good second game. Shangun offensively is balling right now. Uh, no doubt, you know, touches wise. Last night in field goal attempts, um, he was third in field goal attempts last night, which is wild to me. Jabari, five of 16. Um, but Fred Van Fleet had 20 attempts. Jalen had 20 attempts. Shangun had 18. I think Shangun last night. He dominated a team that doesn't have a great interior defensive presence yet. I think the more that when Bonyama is in the league, the better he's obviously going to get defensively. But right now, I mean, last night when Bonyama, Zach Collins, Shangun should be dominating that matchup. If he was not dominating that matchup, I would be a little nervous. But, um, Rockets have got to get better defensively, you know, through two games. Yes, last night was in an overtime, uh, but they've given up 126 and 116. That is not a good start for uh, a team that is supposed to be getting better. You know, you talk about the the difference between last year and this year. Um, you know, you bring in Udoka. You bring in Dylan Brooks, you bring in Fred Van Fleet, second year of Jabari, third year of Jalen, third year for Shangun. Defensively through two games, you give up 116 and 126. It's not good enough defensively right now. Uh, the Rockets' next game, home opener tomorrow night, 6 p.m. against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, the Warriors are already off to doing Warrior things. I know they're only one and one, but they look good. Chris Paul. Looks good. Um, yeah, and, and I'm ex as Pops points out, Tari and Whitmore will be a nice combo. Defensively, and I, I don't see the downside to playing Cam Whitmore more at this point. I think they do need to move on from Jay Sean Tate soon. Unfortunately, he's getting 14 minutes. Even with a guy like Udoka, I need to see more. I need to see Cam Whitmore. You drafted the guy at number 20. I know that there was some... Uh, injury concerns with him in the draft. That's why he fell to 20. So to answer your question, Mitchell, maybe that's why they held him out last night was a lingering injury. When he's been on the floor, yeah, I mean, we need – yeah, uh, Tari Eason uh, needs to – he was he wasn't out there last night either. Um, that's a good point. I'm trying to see – yeah, no Tari last night. I need to I need to look at the, the injury issue – or the injuries list from last night. Um, yeah, we didn't, we didn't get to the, the poster by Shingun over Zach Collins was, was nasty. And like I said, I, I've been a, a huge critic of Alperin Shingun. Um, you guys know that defensively, but again, offensively, the kid is, is balling out right now and congrats to him. Well, we got to win. Uh, yes, that's right. My fault. Sorry. Long night. Uh, Tari is out at least two weeks. Yes, you are right, Ryan. Thank you so much for that. Um, 
But once again, Rockets, Warriors, tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Uh, we'll be live after that game, home opener. Really excited. Hopefully should be a great crowd inside of Toyota Center. Thank you all for, for joining us this morning. I know I'm a little all over the place, but I appreciate you guys joining the show. Uh, we'll get back on right after every game unless something else comes uh, scheduling-wise. We'll be live after every single game night of. I appreciate you guys once again joining us this morning. Uh, this is the Kiss of Death, number one podcast for the Fan First Sports Network. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. Uh, you can follow Jeremy at Jeremy Brenner. And you can follow the Fans First Sports Network on Twitter at Fans First SN. You can follow the Rockets Kiss of Death podcast at Rockets FFSN. Uh, real quick, why is Bullock not playing more minutes? I don't know the answer to that, to be honest with you. Um, I think he should. I think it's also the early part of the rotation. As Udoka gets more comfortable with the roster, he will get a better look at who fits where. Uh, we should have beaten the Rockets, or the, the Rockets, the Magic and the Spurs, Ryan, in my opinion. Last night was a very winnable game. Jabari hits those free throws. Rockets win that game. Again, it's early. I'm not going to jump off the the end of the, the diving board into the deep end. Uh just yet, I would say, uh, the Rockets start off 0-10. Yeah, I think we're going to have some problems, unfortunately. But we're not there yet. Once again, Rockets, Warriors, tomorrow night, uh, calling it we win the in-season tournament. Still the dumbest idea the NBA has ever had. We'll talk to you tomorrow night after Rockets, Warriors. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets. <laughs>